in all of the readings we heard and that we read in our worship aid, we see that there is a reversal, a reversal between the Old Testament and New Testament about how God leads his people right after the Exodus in the Old Testament, in Leviticus, if you read your worship aid, or in the prophet Jeremiah, if you were just listening, and how he leads his people in the New Testament through Jesus, through this message of healing and of cleansing of leprosy. In the Old Testament, we remember that Moses had just brought the people out of 400 years of slavery from Pharaoh in Egypt. They had forgotten what it meant to be an Israelite, to be a child of the one true God. And they're in the desert. And this is where Leviticus comes in and is filled with all kinds of rules. 400 years. So many generations of people that vaguely knew the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But what they did know were the whip, hard labor, being a slave, and the Egyptian mythology. And so God, when he talks about when there is a leper, you must keep him separated from your camp, he or her separated from your camp. He's giving them a morality of exclusion, of separation. Much of Leviticus, much of the rules, the laws, the commandments of the Old Testament are exclusion because we have to keep the people of Israel pure and clean and they're not, re they're not yet ready to go and to minister to others, to make pure what is dirty, to make clean what has been defiled. Simple as that. They're taking baby steps. It's just after the Exodus, or it's just after the 400 years of slavery during the Exodus. And in the New Testament, of course, Jesus introduces a morality of inclusion, a morality where he goes to the lepers, he goes to the prostitutes, the tax collectors. And our saints and our church, the body of Christ, does the same, or parts of it do exactly that. Of course, we have St. Mother Teresa. We have, in the local area, St. Vincent de Paul, down in downtown Dayton, with their hotels and their place for homeless men, homeless children, homeless mothers, women. They don't ask what their religion is, what their skin color is. They don't ask anything other than inviting them in. Are you willing to obey the law? You know, don't fight. That's about the only thing they ask. They go to the poor. They go to those who are different. They go to those who probably smell. They go to those who are probably literally unclean. They go to those whom we find unpleasant, or we might find unpleasant. Whoever it is in our mind that we would find unpleasant, this is what Jesus is telling us to go and to touch to be a part of, to include, to evangelize. In the Old Testament, it was all about staying pure and avoiding becoming unclean. And in the Old Testament as well, they talk about, it's spoken about the high priest. The high priest is the one individual who what he touches becomes clean. And Jesus is the fulfillment of the high priest, the perfect high priest. And that's why he can go to those who are blind, deaf, paralyzed, sinners, forgive them, make them clean. But you know what? We are part of his body. We are also the high priest. And I said there was a reversal. Old Testament to New Testament. There was that reversal. Exclusion, inclusion. There can be in our day in the church another reversal. 
that's not quite as good. Actually, it's not even close to as good. The leper who had been cleansed was told, tell no one anything. And yet he goes, he disobeys God, he disobeys Jesus, and tells everyone. So that Jesus has to stay in deserted towns. God's will is not thwarted, he just has to do more work to get it done. He wanted to go into the towns to meet people, to meet them where they're at. But now, because he would get mobbed everywhere, they have to come to him. We are told, and we hear it in the end of Mark's gospel, Matthew and Matthew's gospel, go to the four quarters of the world, of the earth, baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and tell the good news, evangelize. We also know this personally from our baptism and from the confirmation that God has given us through that sacrament as well. The reversal is we're told to go, but how often do we fail to do that? Are we timid to do that? For myself, even up until the age of about 25, I know not everybody is like this, but some are, I was embarrassed to even make the sign of the cross over a meal at a public restaurant. Others, we think that the faith is too complex. I can't share it with anyone. I don't know how to share it with anyone. I don't even know what I believe myself, or I don't know what I feel. How would I give a testimony? Because everyone in here could. How has God changed your life? How has God moved you? How has God moved you way back when? Any huge moments? How has God moved and changed your life and been good to you, even in small moments in this week? Do we even consider when we're thinking about testimony and we're thinking about our faith and we're thinking about sharing it to share what we sometimes find embarrassing to talk about? I mean, truly embarrassing to talk about to strangers. And that is the sacraments and particularly the Eucharist that we really do receive when we come up here, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of God himself. Because we're afraid of, their, of the embarrassment of them asking them, are you serious? Only a crazy person would think that. Well, if that's really God, why would you not have changed your life totally? It doesn't seem like it's really God. If it were God, you'd be on your face at every moment at Mass, and you'd be in church at every moment of the day, worshiping God, are some of the things they might say. Now, we know, of course, that if you read the Gospels, if you read the Apostles in the Gospels, they were walking with God, talking with God, and they eventually ate communion. And yet they still messed up. They're still human, but they're better off than they were before. They're on the path to sanctity, the path to sainthood, the path to holiness, which we all are as well. But as Paul says in the second reading, the letter to the Corinthians, sometimes, or I'll give you the theme here, Sometimes we all, including myself, need a little encouragement, a little direct encouragement. You also might call it a little kick in the butt. This letter to the Corinthians, he's talking to three groups of people, well, two groups of people. When he says, avoid offense to Jews, to Greeks, and to the church, earlier in the letter to the Corinthians, he spoke to those who thought they knew better and knew that meat that was worship, uh, sacrificed to idols, to idol worship, was just meat. It had no effect. They could eat it and not have an issue. And while that is true, it gave offense to the Jewish Christians. They thought they knew better, and so they ate that food. And at first, Paul just writes it that way. Well, because others would find scandal in that, it would be best for you not to do that. 
But now he just comes straight out and says, I'm a bishop, I'm an apostle, I've seen Christ. Don't offend the Jews. He says, don't offend the Greeks either. There were some Christians who would not accept an invitation to eat dinner at a Greek household who was not a Christian. Because again, they had this idea of exclusion. Well, they're not good to be around, and what would others think? And I know that this is not, it's just, they're not good people. They're different from me. I'm not going to eat dinner there. Again, Paul just comes out and says, I'm a bishop, I'm an apostle, eat dinner there. But don't eat meat sacrificed to idols. And don't offend the church. We're called to go and evangelize. We're called to go and be with others. But we must never do anything that's sacrilegious. We must never do anything that violates our faith, that violates our morality. We must never bend. We must never say things like, well, they invited me, these close friends of mine invited me to vacation, but there's no chance of going to Mass. Well, but they're old friends, and I don't want to hurt that relationship. We have to make that choice for ourselves. I can't make it for you, but I can tell you that missing Mass for other than something that's really a valid reason, like health, taking care of somebody else, a critical job, like being a police officer or medical, or inclement weather, keeping a friendship is not a valid reason because you're missing the opportunity to be like Jesus and go to those people to confront them and say, in this case, instead of a leprosy that's physically on their body, it's uh, if they rebuff and say, well, that's ridiculous, it's an opportunity to evangelize and to explain that there's more to this life. There's more than an entertaining opportunity of vacation Perhaps there's something else we could do, a different vacation. Let's go on a cruise line that does have priests on it so we can go to Mass. Whatever. We all have opportunities in our life with our coworkers, our neighbors, the normal list that I give you. Coworkers, neighbors, family, children, parents. But even those quick moments with strangers, with people at the grocery store, to evangelize, to tell the world what has happened. Tell everyone what has happened. To come and be close to the Lord. That is the good news, that we have the ability, the chance, the opportunity to be close. Because no matter how many times we have failed to live out our Christian mission, God has given us his spirit. He's given us the reality of being a part of his body. And he's given us all the tools, all the spiritual advantages we could possibly need. Each other, the church itself, or the hierarchy of the church, all the resources that we can find nowadays, and sacred scripture. All of these are given to us so that we can journey towards sanctity, journey towards holiness. It doesn't come to us automatically. It doesn't come to us like this the Israelites in the desert, manna came to them. But that's because they were in the very beginning stages of their faith. With Jesus, and we hear with Paul, it is our time to go, take responsibility for our faith, to go evangelize and make the world clean. 